Welcome to another episode of the Peace and Prosperity Podcast. Hey, I'm super hyped for this episode, y'all. I'm your host, Jason Phillips, licensed therapist, life coach. And today we're going to be talking about the topic that we are not our parents. Yeah, it's going to get deep. I know that's, uh, you know, a lot of us, this is going to hit home for a lot of people. I'll be sharing some examples that I can relate to when it comes to, you know, follow, following in my parents' footsteps or not following in their footsteps and how I decided to make those choices and breaking down what that looks like in, in various categories. But before I get all into the topic, make sure that you make sure you like, share, subscribe and send this podcast out to at least five of your friends because I want as many people as possible to get a chance to hear this message. We we never know who is struggling with these various topics that we touch on on the podcast, whether it be them personally, whether it be something that their friends going through. And y'all know we, we get deep. We talk about things related to peace, happiness and success. And when it comes to our parents, our relationship with our parents can really make or break us. Let me just go ahead and dive right into this. So when we think about the relationship we have with our parents and how influential that is, I don't think we can we can stress enough just how how important it is, how vital and how it shapes our lives and and the decisions that we make. So I want to break this down into three different categories that I've been able to personally experience. And then what I've noticed in the clients that I work with as well, too. So when it comes to the the parent child relationship, and this goes even into us as adults as well, I've noticed it play out in three different areas. The way our relationship is with our parents and the way our parents view us. And really the way we view them and how they view us. <laughs> I, know, I know that's a kind of a tongue twister right there. But the first category is we try to please our parents. And I think that's normal. But when I say please our parents, I mean to the extreme or to the detriment of us. So whatever our parents want us to do, we do it. Whether we like it, whether we don't like it, um, whether we're against it, but it's like your your mom or your dad is saying, look, I want you to to wear this. And that's it. I want you to wear your hair like this. I want you to dress like this. I want you to go to school and learn engineering because I was an engineer or I wanted to be an engineer, but I couldn't. So I want you to be an engineer. How many of y'all? can relate to either pleasing your own parents or knowing someone who has just really been over the top all of their life trying to please that parent. And you know, no matter what you do, you at, at times when it's like this, when you are doing things only to please your parents, it's almost like it's never enough. So you've you've worn your hair like they want you to do it. You've bought the sneakers they want you to rock or they buy for you. Even even into adulthood, you you live where they want you to live. You hang out with the people that they choose for you. 
almost like coming to America when, uh, you know, when Prince Akeem, you know, his his uh, his dad had set up that that marriage for him, but it was not what he wanted. So we're going to get into that type of relationship, y'all. But sticking to pleasing our parents, we can do the most trying to please our parents doing, again, whatever they want us to do and still feeling like we're still always falling short because they may move the bar a little bit higher. We don't realize what that does to us internally, not just to the parent-child or parent-adult relationship, whatever, but what does that do to you, your self-esteem, your self-worth, your self-confidence? We're going to get into that. It's a whole nother level, y'all. Now, that's the first category, those of us who please our parents to whatever extent. And then the second category of us, we fall in the opposite, where we do the opposite of whatever our parents want us to do. We say, you know what? I'm my own person. I'm living my own life. You want me to go to college. I'm not going to college. Or you want me to take over the family business. Nope, I'm going to college and I'm staying in college. You want me to get married and have kids. I say I'm going to be single and play the field. Y'all know who I'm talking about because this may be you where you are now rebelling against any and everything that your parents say that they want you to do because you have learned kind of in that first category when you tried to please your parents, it didn't work or your parents were so overbearing that it was just so stressful. You saying, you know what? Anything that y'all tell me to do, I'm doing the exact opposite. And this could be both your parents. This could be even if you were in a single parent home, you know, raised by your mother or raised by your father, you are doing the exact opposite of what they want you to do. Now, again, I'm not going to judge and say there's something wrong with that. But what I will say is that comes with its own challenges, too. You know, it's, it's one thing not to want to do everything your parents want you to do. But then it's another to go the exact opposite and say, you know, whatever they want me to do, I'm not doing it. And then there's the the last category. Now, again, there's more. I'm just I'm simplifying it with these three where you decide you're going to make your own choices. You will respect and give some thought to what your parents suggest. But you've come to the realization that, hey, ultimately, this is my life. Not an easy thing to do, but you've learned that, hey, I'm not going to try to over overly please my parents, but I'm not going to do the exact opposite of what they want me to do either. But when it comes to, to living out my life, I'm going to make my choices and I'm going to be satisfied with the choices that I make, knowing I'm going to make mistakes along the way. But I can live with those mistakes. I think this is tough because this one takes a lot of guts because we're going to bump our heads. And then our parents may look at us, they may laugh at us, they may scold us, they may say, I told you to listen to me. But when you can say, you know what, I respect that, I, I hear you, mom, I hear you, pops, but this is what I this is what I chose to do. And knowing that it didn't come from a place of ill will, uh, you weren't trying to be rebellious, but you were just saying, look, this is what I really wanted to do. Now, let me get into uh, I broke those three categories down, but I want to talk about some of the problems that come with when with these different categories. So if you fall into the 
the people pleasing uh, or the pleasing of your parents category, the one of the biggest issues with that is you lose independence and your your choices are constantly being made for you. So what does this mean and what does this look like? It means that from, from it's okay like when you're young and you say, hey, uh, your parents are ordering your food for you or your parents are, you know, again, telling you what to wear because you're in the second grade and you can't really pick out your own clothes like that. But it's different when you're 22 and you're trying to figure out, you know, where to get your first apartment or if you're going to date so-and-so or not. But you don't know how to make those choices because the smallest choices you know, the ones that didn't matter as much your parents made for you. So when it comes to decision making, that's a skill set that you can you would need further development in. We don't always realize how important it is to be able to make those small decisions like speaking up for ourselves, um, picking out our own food, even if it is on the kids menu, because when it comes to those bigger life decisions, you know, do I rent? Do I buy a house? Um, do I lease a car? Do I buy a car? Do I buy a used car? We don't have the the confidence in ourselves to make these decisions because we have constantly been, been living for someone else. And that someone else is someone who has a huge influence on how we feel and how we feel about ourselves. So be be very cautious of continually letting your parents make these decisions for you and being heavily influenced by what they think and and how they're going to feel about the choices you make, because you'll lose independence and it'll be it can be very subtle. And the next thing you know, you look up, you could be 35, 40 years old. And when you look at back and what you've done and what you've accomplished, these may be some great things, but they may not be anything that you actually wanted for yourself. So that's the problem that can come with, you know, pleasing our parents too much. Um, the second one is doing the opposite. So doing things to be spiteful or just to avoid whatever our parents have done because we didn't want to be like them. Now, again, some people may say, well, that's that's cool because now I'm I'm doing what I want. But are you really or are you just doing exactly what your parents don't want? Now, we know our parents, they've been around much longer than us. Um, you know, most of us, uh, they do have experience. They do have wisdom. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you do everything the exact opposite of what your parents want you to do. Your parents, they do have wisdom. So if there are some things that um, that parallel what your parents have done in their lives in adulthood. And that's something that you want to do, too. Go for it. Don't do things or don't do things just because you want to do the opposite of what your parents have done. Because we, we won't realize that some of the things our parents uh, have done can be helpful for us. Like myself, I remember now this is before I really had a, a good grasp of the field of social work. My grandparents, grandmother and grandfather were social workers 
more so in case management roles, but I knew I didn't want to do anything closely remotely similar to what they were doing because they, they looked very stressed, uh, overworked, underpaid. And I was like, nah, like I, I didn't even entertain social work at all because I, I was kind of going on that opposite realm. Like it, it just did not look appealing from what I saw on a day in day out basis. However, if I would have stuck there, I wouldn't have one. I wouldn't have been able to l- learn to or grow to love the field of social work because my level of intelligence with the field would have stopped at a certain level. So again, we don't want to just do the opposite of what our parents have done just because one, we don't like what we've seen or we don't know enough. Now there are times though, where it can be beneficial. So for me, my father was an alcoholic and I noticed that at a young age. So I said, you know what? I, I think I'm going to stay away from alcohol, you know, at least for a while. You know, my father uh, had issues with alcohol. My my uncles, they were alcoholics. I was like, man, this alcohol thing is really deep in my family. So I didn't drink until I was like, really? I didn't start. I don't drink necessarily on a regular basis, but I really didn't drink at all until I was like mid-20s. And it worked out for me. So, again, I give y'all an example of, you know, we're doing the opposite of what I've seen my parents do. Wasn't necessarily great when it comes to the field of social work, but then personal choices and personal behaviors, it worked out good. You know, when it when I looked at uh, issues my father had with alcohol and addiction, I was like, no, let me stay away from that. So, again, doing the opposite can be a good thing, but it can also be harmful too. Now, the last uh, category that I really want to spend some time on is being able to make your own choices with respect of what your parents are telling you. Now, granted, this you have to have supportive parents in order for this to be helpful. But when you can do what you want, acknowledge what your parents are saying, what they've done, but still see life and live your own life through your own lens. Oh man, that's, that's a beautiful thing right there. Because if you don't, you can end up with regrets when you live through your parents or you allow your parents to live through you. When people, you may know somebody, or you may be that person where you're groomed to take over the family business, but you have no idea or desire to do what the family business does. That's a problem, right? You may want to be a doctor. You don't want to run the the gas station or the grocery store. And you can feel really guilty about not wanting to do those things, too. Um, what the movie that comes to mind when, when we talk about, because I don't think we when we talk about these parent child relationships, even as we become adults, the movie that comes to mind is the five heartbeats. Now, I know if you're listening to my podcast, more than likely you've heard the five, you've you've seen the five heartbeats about a hundred times or so. But if you th- think about the scene or even the scene with um, when all of 
the singers were going on tour for the first time and they had to leave home and the conversations they had with their parents. Some of the parents were really supportive. Some of the parents were not. So if you think about Eddie Kane and that relationship he had with his father where they didn't approve of him, you know, being a singer and he was the lead singer. Think about choir boy. His father did not approve of what he was doing. And look at how that impacted how they viewed themselves. But on the flip side, if you look, uh, look at what uh, JT, how his relationship was with his parents and how he and his brother, they had support from their parents. Now, and that's not to say that they didn't have their own issues, but when it, when you look at how their parents were supportive, they were involved, that did not impact their confidence or lead them to make poor choices down the road. I say all of this to say that, y'all, the way our parents, uh, the way our relationship is with our parents and the way we make decisions based off of what our parents want us to do has an extreme impact on us now and really throughout the rest of our lives. So what I would like you to do, think about where do you fall on this spectrum? Are you people pleasing for your parents? Or are you doing the exact opposite of what your parents want you to do? What they've said you can do? Or do you fall in that third category where you make your own choices but you still listen to what your parents uh, say to you. I'm going to leave this with, uh, before I wrap up, y'all. No matter where you are on this spectrum, you could be falling into category number one, two, or three. Acknowledge it first. And then ask yourself, how can you better honor your own voice? And what would that look like for you? I don't want you to... Um, to leave and, and think, oh, man, I've been doing things the wrong way or, you know, I got to I've been messing up. I need to do this better. No, 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 no. Give yourself some grace. But I want you again just to acknowledge where you fall on the spectrum and how can you better honor your own voice? All right, y'all. It's another episode of the Peace and Prosperity Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Phillips, licensed therapist, life coach. Before we wrap up, if you want to work with me, whether that's on an individual basis or if you want to join my group coaching program, visit my website, pnpcoach.com. That is pnpcoach.com. The description and link is in the details. And let's chat about working together. As always, y'all be blessed. And have an awesome day. Peace.